After work, I chilled out by reading a book and drinking a glass of wine. It calmed my nerves and was a whole lot cheaper than going to a therapist. Kate had finally gotten her paycheck and paid me back. She bought the bottle of Merlot for me as a payback for tiding her over with the rent and bills for a while. Hey, Julia, guess what I read online, she said as she plopped down next to me on the couch and started painting her toenails some horrendous hue of the hottest of pinks. What? I asked, scrunching up my nose at the stench of her nail polish. Apparently, if we are ever to achieve inner peace, we must finish things we start, Kate said. Really? And how's that going for you, Confucius? She grinned. Well, today I finished a bag of potato chips, Doritos, and a chocolate cake. Thank you for asking. I laughed. Didn't you say you're on a diet? I am, but it's just a matter of calories in, calories out, right? I'll just have to work out for two hours tonight. You know what I read on the internet once? I asked. What? She asked as she slathered another coat on the big toe of her left foot. To burn off 13 ounces of Doritos, you have to bicycle for over two hours. She sighed. Damn, there goes my inner peace. I guess I'm a glutton for punishment, huh? Anyway, how was your visit with your dad? I lowered my book. Great, he's in good spirits. He gets to check out of that place in a couple weeks. I bet he loves that. Definitely, but he almost seems too calm, if you ask me. If I knew I was dying, I'd be freaking out. He seldom says anything about it. Kate shrugged. I guess he's come to terms with his diagnosis. When I talked to him on the phone yesterday, he told me he's seen and done everything and that he's ready to go. He said he wishes things were different, but since he can't change fate, he just has to accept it. Your dad's a pretty wise guy. I sighed. I wish I could accept it like he does, but I can't. I really don't know how I'll live without him. I already lost mom, and I have no siblings or close family. When he goes, I won't have anyone. Not true, girl. You'll always have me. Thanks, Kate. That's so sweet. I'm glad to have such a great friend. You're so supportive, and you always keep me from falling apart. The phone rang, and Kate hopped over to it, trying not to ruin her wet toenails. I couldn't help but laugh at her wobbly commute. I would have gotten that. She smiled. It might be Mark. She answered the phone, then looked at me. Not Mark, it's for you. I reached for the phone. Hello? Hi, I'm Brenda Walking, a reporter. I'm not sure if you're aware or not, but your story has created quite a buzz on the internet, and it's trending all over the place. My story? Yes. I am so sorry to hear about your father and his terminal diagnosis. Of course, both of you are in our thoughts and prayers, but we were ecstatic and touched to hear about his wonderful daughter wanting to grant him a very unique dying wish. Really? I knew some friends had posted a bit about it on Facebook and Twitter, but I had no idea. 
It's such a heart-wrenching and heart-touching story all at once, and it's going viral. It's a real human interest piece, and everyone is talking about it. In fact, I'd love to do a feature of it in our paper. I don't really think it's newspaper material. I'm sure nobody really cares. I beg to differ. It's an emotional, touching story that I'm sure our readers would love to hear about. Your father is an adventurer who conquered the world through travel, and now he only wishes for a wedding reception dance with his little girl. You have no fiancé, yet you love your daddy so much that you are willing to carry on with a faux reception with video footage that you can play at your real wedding someday. How is that not a great story? My heart is swelling just thinking about it. Really, it just makes me want to cry.'